Hello my friends, summertime is on its way. That means warmer temperatures are going to be here before you know it. Are you ready? Don't let the hot air sneak up on you. Call my friends at American Heating and Air Conditioning today. Dusty and his team have over 35 years of experience on their side and they can resolve any heating and air conditioning problems that might come your way. Call 918-336-9171 today. Don't delay. Call 918-336-9171. American Heating and Air Conditioning. You're listening to the Northfield Radio Program, where faith, family, and culture all collide with the biblical worldview. There is a war that's raging for the hearts and the minds and the spirits of men and women. And you and I as Christians are on the forefront of that battle. The question is, what will you do? To find out more about the Northfield Radio Program and Caleb Gordon, go to www.calebgordon.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. Excited that you're here with me today. Um, as always, want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee. They have incredible caffeinated beverages. This, I, I right now I'm just feeling strongly we need to support local companies. If you can, get, if you get a chance, get online, go to outpostcoffeeco.com, and grab some coffee. Like now is the time we need to be supporting one another and supporting our local local businesses. Buy local. Um, outpostcoffeeco.com So, seriously, today's nuts. Uh, I'm recording this the evening of March 18th, 2020, and everything just feels crazy right now. It just feels out of control. There's so much going on. And I wanted to get on here, and this is just sort of kind of, I don't know how long I'm going to go on here, and what it's going to look like, but I just, I feel compelled to talk about hope. I feel compelled to talk about what our hope is in. Uh, this morning, I, we had a, we scheduled a meeting with our church to just sort of kind of discuss what we're going to do and where we're going to go for the next week or two. And I put together a graphic to send out to our church. And I saw this graphic, and it was just a. It looked pretty neat. It had a got an open Bible on it, and it, and it said, you know, just. And I made it up. And said, hey, we're gonna have a prayer meeting, a business meeting to talk about what our plans are for the future, and <clears throat> sent it out to our church. And had one of our ladies text me back, and she said, "Did you read that Bible verse, or did you pick that Bible verse out?" And I was like, "No, I just saw the graphic on the app that I use, and I just liked it." She goes, oh my gosh, read the text. And I, and I read it, and it was Psalm 62. Man, oh man, oh man. And this is just a word that I believe that we as a nation need right now. <clears throat> it says this, uh, Psalm 62 and verse 5. For God alone, O oh my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is in him. He only is my rock and my salvation. My fortress, I shall not be shaken. On God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. 
trust in him at all times. Oh, people, pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. Guys, like, don't tell me that God is not at work. Like, I wasn't, I didn't plan that graphic. It was just, you know, people say, oh, that's just a coincidence. Man, there's no coincidences with God. And right now, it's insane. I mean, I'm just, I mean, you pull the news up and all schools pretty much are closed <clears throat> for an extended period of time. And everybody's freaking out. <clears throat> um, the headlines read this. Trump invokes wartime authority. Merkel, from the European Union, biggest challenges since World War II. Um, rush for cash rattles the markets. So that, I mean, the, the market has had just nosedived. And there's plenty of reason to be scared. There's plenty of reason to be concerned. There's plenty of reason. And I, I don't understand it. Like, I, I've been sitting here trying to rack my brain for the last three or four days and just try to, like, the numbers don't add up. The numbers just, it, it's, it's weird. Okay, so just for perspective, um, because of the, the number, like I said, the numbers are weird. Um, the number of COVID-19 uh, COVID cases, 218,768. Um, that's as of today. That's March 18th, 2020. Um, so that's, that's the amount right now. Um, death. The amount of deaths, 8,944 deaths. And I, uh, and then I look at the flu. So far, from this 2019-2020 flu season, 16,000 people have died. 280,000 people have been hospitalized during the flu season so far. Um, like I said... I, I'm not trying to to downplay or mitigate the the seriousness of COVID nineteen. I'm not that guy that says, "Oh, this is a fake disease." I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying, I I don't understand this. The the panic and the I mean, we've shut everything down. Like everything is shut down, and. There's a good reason to be afraid. But I'm telling you as Christ followers, as, as a Christian, we can't be afraid. We cannot put our hope in the world in which we live. We just, we just can't. The hope that we have to have is Psalms 62. The hope that we have is Christ. For you, God alone, oh my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from Him. From God alone. And then you just keep going in Psalm 63. And David continues this, this theme. Oh God, you are my God. And earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. I just... Here's my thought process. And I shared this with my church tonight. Um, 
the Bible has promised us in John chapter 16, verse 33, that, that in the world we will have tribulation. Jesus said, I've told you these things that you may have peace, but know this, in, in the world you will have tribulation. It's coming. Jesus promises us that. But he says, also, take heart, for I have overcome this present world. So, yes, God's overcome the world. So that's our hope that we put our hope in, is that God's overcome all of this. But he also has promised us that we're going to have tribulation. Second uh, Timothy chapter 3 says that difficult times are going to come. Guys, I'm going to tell you, difficult times are not coming. They're here. Like, we're looking at difficult times right now. And it's tough. Um, and it's going to be easy to jump into... I mean, there's already people that are just massively anxiety-ridden. Everyone's stressed out. Everybody's worried. Everybody's concerned. Which, I, I get it. I get the reason why that we're, we're worried. But if we live in that anxiety and we live in that fear... Um, it, it's going to be it's, it's going to be problematic, and I think the reason that, I think a lot of times people is, like Christians are even like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? We should be we have the answer. We shouldn't be freaking out. Trouble's coming. Trouble is coming, and I think the reason people are so just on edge and just anxiety ridden, even in the church, is because. Man, realistically, for the past 60 years in America, it has been relatively peaceful. It's been relatively pros uh, prosperous. We have not had major trials. I'm not saying everyone. I'm just saying as a country, as, for, as a whole, we have never experienced something that has driven us uh, to the point where we are, as a, as a collective body, losing our minds like this. Even at 9-11 was rough, and it was it was a, it was a traumatic event, uh, and it caused some some real, you know, real things to happen. But this this is this is different. I mean, some of the headlines I'm reading here it says that this this is the biggest challenge since World War II. Like, this is, and I, I genuinely, like, this is shaking our, our financial markets. This is shaking people's lives. People are, like, having to work from home, having to not have jobs, not, they're not working. People, I mean, this, this is going to have the, the, the far-reaching impact of this is yet to be seen. And I think the reason people are not really getting it and not understanding is because we, we haven't really had much of tribulation it really america has not seen much tribulation in the last 50 60 years we just we just haven't there have been moments little hiccups but there hasn't been a massive just complete breakdown and i think we're not understanding this that the bible has promised us that we are due tribulation and we need to put our hope in God. And we've been putting our hope in the dollar. We've been putting our hope in our jobs. We've been putting our hope in our economy. We've been putting our hope in so many different things. And I just, I, it's time that we as Christians, it's time as we as, as people, we need to put our hope in God. Like, for God on oh my soul, 
On God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in God at all times, O people. Pour your hearts out before him. God is a refuge for us. And everybody is just on edge because we don't believe this message. Like, if we really genuinely believe this message, I don't think we'd have people freaking out the way we're freaking out, fighting one another for toilet paper. Like, there are people that are physically assaulting one another over picking up cleaning products. Like, people wouldn't be doing that if we had the, if we said, I'm trusting in God. Trusting that God, you say, okay, well, that's just a far-fetched idea to, to trust in the Lord when things are really crazy. Guys, the people in the Bible had it way rougher than we did. They lived in occupied Rome. Like, Rome occupied, or I'm sorry, they didn't live in occupied Rome. They lived in a Roman-occupied country. Rome was persecuting them. Rome put them out on and and crucified them. They, they lit them up as human torches. They did horrible things to Christians in these days. And so these people genuinely in the scriptures understood tribulation because they had to live it on a regular basis. We as Americans have not had to live in tribulation that on that level. And so we're we're over here going, we're just free. Oh, I don't have toilet paper. Did somebody try to strap you to a cross? Did someone try to light you on fire? No, they just wouldn't let you have toilet paper. Yes, I'm not. I'm not mitigating or, or trying to minimalize what's going on around us. Yes, it's it is tr it's traumatic. There's some insane things happening, but I'm telling you, this is a walk in the park compared to what people in the scriptures went through. What Christians in the early day in the Book of Acts, what Christians went through in Acts, it is nothing compared to what they went through. Our, our what we're going through right now is nothing compared to what they went through. But I'm telling you. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Jesus promised us this, that we will have tribulation, that we will have trying times, that things will be rough, that things will be difficult. But he says, don't, don't lose heart. I've overcome this. And our hope is in Jesus. And this, like, we're not here permanently. Like, our lives are like a vapor. Like, I told, that was me snapping, if you wonder what that sound was, that was me snapping. Um... I told our folks at church tonight that this is, like, think about 10 years ago, and you thought about 10 years from the moment, you know, you, you thought, wow, 10 years seems like a long time out. When you sit and you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, in 10 years we're going to do this, in 10 years I'm going to be this, in 10 years, and we thought 10 years ago that was a long time, and you blinked and that 10 years is over with and here we are 10 years later. I mean, 2010, like that was 10 years ago. In 2010, what were you doing? What happened in 2000? What were you, what were you a part of? And did you think in 2010, man, in 2020, and we were like, man, that's a long ways out. But it happened so fast. Like, that's what our lives are. Our lives are just a, a, a moment. It's just, it's a vapor. We're here for just a minute. And we need to understand that if if we're not putting our hope in Christ, it, yeah, we're going to fight people for toilet paper. We're going to be nuts. 
Christians, I'm calling on you today. We've got to put our hope in Christ. Our, our desires have to be for Him. You say, well, what if we die, Caleb? What if we die? We might. We might. Ask the brothers and sisters that are living in Iran and in the Middle East. They're dying right now, and it's 2020. And they're being, they're being killed in horrible ways. So you say, well, what if I what if I get corona? You might get corona, but you might get the flu. Or I could trip on my way out of the of recording this. I could trip and fall and crack my skull open. I could. Like we could all die at some point, but this is the my whole point is this is that we trust in Jesus. Oh, people, pour your hearts out before him. Because God is a refuge for us. Guys, this is so important that we see this, that we believe this, that we trust in who Jesus is. Because he's the one who's going to make, we're going to make it because he's going to provide a way for us to make it. He's going to provide a way for us to make it. And I want to share one other thought before we go. It's in James chapter 5. We're going to look at this actually Sunday at my church. And I just, I love God's word. It's such, a, it's such a powerful thing. And this is what we need to do as human beings. So this is how I want to close out the show, or, or, or sort of kind of bring it, bring the, land the plane. Um, how, do we, how do we work together? What do we need to do? James chapter 5, verse 7 says, Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until he receives it. Then move over to verse 8. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Woo! Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed, blessed, who remained steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Oh, guys, if we could just get our minds and our hearts wrapped around this idea, be patient with one another. Like, I know that the days look dark. I know that things look insanely difficult. I know that things look hard. But I'm trying to just give us hope here. And in God's word is the ultimate hope. We have ultimate hope in knowing who Jesus is and what he's done on our behalf. And this is such a vital thing. Be patient with one another. Job had a rough time. Job had a rough life. But he was patient. He, he waited for the Lord and the Lord answered him. And he was patient. And that, that he, James tells us, blessed Blessed are those who remain steadfast. You've heard of the steadfastness of Job. You've heard the story. You know what happened to Job. There is a reward. There's a reward for those who live this way. Because the Lord is compassionate and he's merciful. Wow. Guys, 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 guys. We have to be ever mindful. Be patient with one another. Man, I know things are hard. And there may be people that are just going crazy. Just be patient with one another for a few minutes. 
take a few minutes and just just breathe. Just breathe with one another for a minute and just know that God is in control and God is not, he's not left the throne. He's not up in heaven going, <gasps> COVID-19, Holy Spirit, Jesus, let's go, go, go. We're, we're all hands on deck. This thing's in, oh, we're out of control. Like Jesus isn't doing that. Like it's not happening. No one's losing their mind in heaven. God's still on his throne. He's still in charge. He's sovereign over all things and we just need to be patient we just need to wait hold on hold fast guys because our hope is in him and him alone that that's it that's our hope just be patient with one another my friends and know that that God's got you he's got your life he's got your church he's got it all now i'm also saying don't be. Let, let's let's because there will be people. Well, Caleb, you're you're throwing caution to the wind. You're you're just completely losing your mind about this and saying trust God and, and you're not being very smart about it. You don't have common sense. Of course, God gives us common sense. Wash your hands. <laughs> like it's cold and flu. Like here's the thing that I do is I, I. It's cold and flu season, and now it's cold. It's coronavirus season. We're all sick. There's moments where we get sick sometime. Wash your hands. Here's some a practical idea. A friend of mine had him on the show a couple weeks ago, Bill Sardi. He's a health journalist out of California. Simple idea how to maintain good health. Get lots of vitamin D. Like we need vitamin D. Like that's one of the major things. If you go like around the equator, there's not a lot, if there's really any, uh, coronavirus. Why? Because there's a ton of vitamin D because the sun is present there. Like the sun in the winter months in America goes away to certain to a certain degree. We don't get as much access to it or we're staying indoors because we're cold. Take more vitamin D. Like seriously, take more vitamin D, vitamin C, have some zinc on hand, take some zinc, drink plenty of orange juice, guys. Do, do these are, you want common, oh, do you need common sense, Caleb. I'm giving you common sense. These are things that God has given us. God's given us these things. And if you're sick, stay home. If you don't feel good, stay home. Stay home. And, and, and just that's that's all there is to it. But don't, like, we don't need to lose our minds over this. What do we need to do? We need, as James said in James 5, be patient with one another. Behold, we consider those Blessed who remain steadfast. Remain steadfast in knowing that Jesus has got you. He's controlling the future. He has got your future. Trust in Him and Him alone. And use common sense. <laughs> I just, like, that's what we need to do, guys. Don't, don't lose your minds over this. This isn't worth losing your minds over. This is the time when we need... God's not given us a, to a spirit of fear, but he's given us a, a spirit of sound mind. Like, common sense, he's given us that. Trust in what Jesus has given you. Believe what God's put in front of you. And know that he's more than sufficient to be able to take care of this. Alright, I love you guys. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to the show. Um, God is, God's moving. And this is what I want to say, if you don't know who Jesus is, I want to end the broadcast like this. Jesus loves you.
He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. But the thing that's separating you from him is your sin. He said, what do you mean my sin? Have you ever told a lie? Have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever cheated? Have you ever looked at someone with lust in your heart? Then you're guilty of breaking the Ten Commandments. And it's a, we've all sinned. Romans 3.23 says that all have fallen short. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says because you've sinned, the wages of sin is death. But... The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He's given a way out. Christ has stepped into your world and says, I'm offering hope. I'm offering redemption. I'm offering forgiveness. But you have to repent. 1 John 1, 9 says, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and he's just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all of your unrighteousness. Like there is a, there is a way out. Jesus has provided a way. He died on the cross. He shed his blood on the cross to buy you back. Scripture says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Jesus died on the cross. He died a death that you deserve to die. And so as a result of him dying on the cross, the death that you deserve to die, he paid your penalty. So your debt has been paid by him. But there is repentance that is required. That is the, that is the, the thing that is required in order for you to find peace with God is that you have to repent of your sins. And you have to say something like this, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have broken your law. I'm sorry that I've broken your commands. God, I'm genuinely sorry. My heart is grieved over the fact that I have broken your law. And God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would forgive me of my sins and that you would cleanse me of my unrighteousness and you would fill me with your Holy Spirit and that you would be the king of my life. And God, I want to follow you all the days of my life and I want to do what you've called me to do. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. And I think that upon the authority of God's word, if you do that, you repent of your sins and you, you confess those sins, you believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, Romans tells us you will be saved. So that's my hope for us today. I pray that this has encouraged you. If you want more information on what we're doing and just more resources, go to my website, www.calebgordon.com. That's C-A-L-E-B, Gordon, G-O-R-D-O-N, dot com. CalebGordon.com. I love you all. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Stay healthy. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.